Welcome back to the final podcast hosted by your hosted by your host Max Burvey. I'm a senior on the men's alpine ski team at the University of Colorado. I actually just graduated with my bachelor's degree in psychology and uh, going to do my last podcast here um, f- I'm with Magda. She's uh, finishing her fifth year um, getting her doctorate in psychology, which is pretty exciting. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, of course. So question one, um, in, in all the podcasts that we've done so far with PHP and, and, and the Power to Perform podcast, we have really focused on the mental side of sport and, uh, and performance. As I conclude my time at CU, I want to focus on mental health as a whole. Why do you think that mental health problems are so abundant in the world of student athletes? Yeah, that's a great question. I believe that there are many reasons student athletes may struggle with their mental health. And at the end of the day, it'll depend on the person. To name a few, many student athletes feel pressure to perform at a high level, basically all of the time. They're expected not to be human, meaning that they're not allowed or are punished for having bad days or making mistakes. Whether this is from coaches, teammates, family, the media, or themselves, the distress that comes from this intense pressure can negatively impact their mental health. Secondly, um, the lack of mental health resources and a stigma around mental health and athletics. Many athletes don't know how to take the first step to take care of their mental health, unfortunately. And even if they did, they may feel judged or weak asking for help. The idea of being mentally tough as an athlete can make an athlete feel like they shouldn't ask for help when the reality is that that's basically the toughest thing that one can do. Uh, An athlete's responsibility and their schedule is also huge. Being a student athlete comes with various responsibilities. Their schedule is twice as full compared to individuals who are not in sports. If you do the math and calculate the amount of hours that a student athlete practices, you'll be able to recognize that they spend about 39 hours a week on average practicing and playing as well. And they're also trying to keep up on a full course load. Even during their off season, athletes tend to spend just as much time practicing. With that said, little to no time is actually dedicated to caring for themselves and addressing um, their mental health. High stress levels in a competitive environment are likely the cause behind students' athletes' mental health issues. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, as athletes, I know that myself and my teammates and, you know, other, ath- other teammates um, in, other, in other sports, we kind of have this identity where all we are is athletes. And, you know, when, when you leave training or competition or whatever it is, you, you get home and, and so, so much of your day is based on, you know, the quality of your performance. I know that for myself, sometimes it'll overpower anything else. I'll come home and, you know, my mood is totally based off of how training went that day. And, and it's, really, it's really mentally exhausting. It can be. Um, so it's just really important to kind of find ways to separate the two. We're going to get into this a little bit more here in the next few questions. But um, I think separation um, between life and sport and, and, and school is, is super important. And uh, having a good support group is important, such as PHP. So for question two, um, so many student athletes struggle with mental health and only a small fraction seek help. How can we as athletes recognize things within ourselves 
or even our teammates to take the next step to to uh, getting better and getting rid of um, you know just getting the, taking the next steps to get rid of mental health problems and, and and focusing maybe on that instead of you know the stigmas and stuff. Yeah, I think it's easier said than done, um, but checking in with yourself, seeking support from friends and family and have them point out any changes or differences that they recognize within you. Um, being able to observe and recognize any mood shifts. This can include being more irritable, angry, or upset. Recognizing that you're not enjoying the sport as much as you did at, at the beginning. Um, recognizing that you're not wanting to go to practice or even play in general. Also, your appetite, this might sound a little off, but recognizing whether it's increasing or decreasing is also really important, as well as your sleeping patterns. If you're sleeping more, less, or you're not being able to go or stay to sleep. And also isolation or spending more time alone. Um, if you're recognizing that you don't want to engage with other individuals, that is also a key component. Yeah, I think this this idea of like this your circadian rhythm is is really important to notice, and I think um, a lot of athletes, you know, are, are taught. I know I myself, I'm taught where it's like, oh, you know, I got three more hours of homework tonight. I got training at four in the morning. I'm probably gonna get three hours of sleep tonight. But you know, finding ways to to you know focus on what really is important, I think, is gonna help. I think I like my freshman year. I remember. I definitely was sleep deprived for about a month. There was no way I wasn't, you know? And, and I think it's really important for all athletes to take a step back and um, figure out what they can do to not only perform at their best, but just be mentally at their best, you know, off the field as well. So let's talk about a quick uh, daily takeaway or may maybe a daily mental health check-in. Um, what do you got for us? Yeah, definitely. Um, like you mentioned, a daily mental health check-in is important. On our Instagram page, you'll find five questions that you should ask yourself when you are checking in. Uh, the first one would be, how am I feeling both physically and mentally today on a scale from one to 10? Second question is, what's been worrying me lately? Third, am I providing my body with its basic needs? Four, what am I doing to bring myself joy? And five, who do I have in my corner? I think these questions are really essential um, when you are checking in with yourself. And it may feel a little awkward at first asking these questions, but with time and practice, it'll come more, um, it'll come more naturally. Yeah, I think that's one thing that athletes forget a lot about the whole mental aspect of things is, you know, we spend so many hours, you know, in the gym training our bodies to be as physically fit as possible. But I think, you know, in, in my sport of skiing anyway, you know, 50% of the sport's mental. So if I'm only focusing 50% of my sport on, on my physical aspect of things and I'm not looking at the other half of things, there's no way I'm gonna actually be able to perform my best or even and even be at my best. And I think 50% of your mental health practices come from these, these daily check-ins and making sure that you know, when you go to bed at night, you know, you can lay your head on the pillow and actually, you know, close your eyes and, and you know, leave, leave, leave today behind and focus on what's coming. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me on this first podcast of the next series of overall mental health. Thank you. Yeah, of course.